Have you noticed how emotional Mother's Day is? I heard a, a minister friend say to me not long ago, he said, uh, let me tell you my mothers are so important. I said, okay. He said, on Mother's Day, families show up at church to be with mom. But on Father's Day, they show up at the backyard with the grill running. I thought, ooh, what does that mean? And he said, because we all like to eat and dad's the cook. He said, but with mom, we like to worship. Thank you for coming today to worship. I think that's very, very special. The scripture tells us in the book of Exodus, chapter 20 and verse 12, um, one of the Ten Commandments. Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. Powerful words. Foundational words. Probably no day is as filled with sentiment as this day. Motions are stirred, hearts are warmed. In grief, we miss those going on. In regret, we wish we could go back. In fear, we hope we can be that good, maybe even better. We celebrate with tears and with laughter, but in Scripture, we go back to the foundation of society and of God's kingdom, the Ten Commandments. This, this one, though, is foundational. You see how this works? It sets an order to a godly society. Give recognition to your parents. Why? To set up a legacy. A legacy of selflessness, appreciation, obedience, a, a passing on of the values of the generation before. We model this respect and legacy for our own children. It comes back to us and also passes on from generation to generation. In a funeral yesterday, I celebrated the promotion to eternity of a Christian mom. Her daughter, son-in-law, and grandchildren took her into their home to care for her the last few months of her life. One can only imagine the love that was exchanged and modeled, honor your father, and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. What does this tell us? Well, today will be fairly brief because it will be fairly direct. First, we should know that mothers are worthy of honor. Is that complicated? Mothers are worthy of honor. In our society, we have competition for the influence of a mother. Should the schools have more influence than mother? Should the government have more influence than mothers? Should a coach or an activity have more influence than a mother? No, no to all. Life gets complicated. It really does. But the one thing we know must be is that a mother is worthy of honor. And what does it mean that she's worthy of honor? Because sometimes mothers don't 
always seem to be honorable. Some mothers struggle. Some mothers never really get over what they faced growing up or the challenges and struggles they face that make life heavy. But life tells us and God's word reiterates that a mother is worthy of honor. Her position of influence, her, her struggles in life, digging down deep, she gives so much. We respect her. That means we never disrespect what that means. The one who gave birth to us, thank God, she gave birth. I was born an only child to a mother who was the youngest of eight. She was born into poverty. Her father was an alcoholic and a womanizer. Usually they seem to go hand in hand. She grew up with a mother who had to do everything for her and for the family. She grew up in a home where the mother eventually was consumed with the grief over a son killed in the war and received cancer, terminal cancer. In some ways, she would look at that and say, she probably didn't need that eighth child. It's almost a shame she could have gotten away with not having the child. And yet, here I am, grateful and thankful that my mother had that child. And so grandma passes on love to a mother, mother passes on love to a son, and son passes on love to his kids because motherhood is honorable. We respect that. We respect that position, not with smart aleck comments and thoughtlessness, but respect to the one who brought us into the world. We remember our mothers. What does that mean? Does that mean be sentimental this one day out of the year or maybe at Thanksgiving, maybe at Christmas? No, we remember our mother because we stay in touch. We stay in touch because they gave us the most precious gift of all, life. So we don't forget that. We don't squeeze them in on a busy calendar. We make them a focus. We call them often. We stay in touch because it warms our heart. And not only warms our heart, it gives back something that they gave to us, life, love, joy. We model for our own children, this is what you do, you stay in touch with your mom. You love on her, you give back to her, this is what you do. This is why your days may be long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. We have a voice, not just a text, a voice. Moms like to hear a voice. Moms like handwriting, too. That's why cards are so good. It means that you took time out of a busy day, a busy weekend. You took time between movies and TV shows and commercials, and 
you jotted some sweet words in your handwriting and you put a 55 cent stamp or whatever the price is today on it to the post office. So that mom not only found something in the mail besides political ads and junk mail, but she found something that warmed her heart and she can read it over and over and over again. The older you get, the more a handwritten note means. And there's human touch. There's human touch from a hug, from a kiss on the cheek, from a lingering hold. It's not only fun when they're little bitty to hug them, it's fun when they're older to hug them. We do that because we remember, we remember the value of a mother. But we also believe in prayer. Now, I'm going to get a little personal here with you, so hang tight. Don't feel guilty. There's no reason to ever feel guilty about the Word of God. If it's convicting, we move on and say, wow, Lord, I'll do better. Don't beat yourself up. How many of us pray for our mom? Because I'm going to guarantee you, if she's a Christian mom, she's been praying for you. And there are probably sometimes she prayed for you more than others particularly when that guy or that lady entered into your life. She's praying that all goes well. You pray for your mom because she faces things that you don't want to think about. Anxiety and fear, maybe depression, maybe the loss of her spouse. So you pray. In fact, you might even want to have her picture somewhere in the living area of your house. So that as you get up in the morning and you go through your day, maybe you touch the picture and you pray for her. Pray for whatever she needs from God because you're not praying to her. You're praying to God. You talk to your father about your mom. And then as you remember her, you help. We get busy, don't we? There's always something. We've got hobbies. We've got work. We've got our own kids. You never forget your mom. So you help with the dishes. Let me just say, on Mother's Day or on Thanksgiving or Christmas or any gathering, mom should never be standing in front of the sink washing dishes, ever. Ever. I I should repeat that, shouldn't I? Ever. That's what a, a dad and kids, and in-laws, and grandkids do. We let mom sit down, and we help. We help with the lawn. Mom can use a hand, especially if the yard gets thick. So we show up, we help. That would take an hour. We do that because we want to help mom. We ask her any projects I can help you with. Why? Because you want to help mom. She has been instrumental in the earliest days of life. So around the house with tasks, with responsibilities, just mom, can we help? And you make it a family affair so that your kids now know what you kind of expect when you get to that age because it's exactly what you've done. It's the cat's in the cradle in reverse. We do that because a mom is worthy of honor. She's worthy of honor with words. What are those words? I just told the children, I 
love you. You can never say it too much. You can never send it too much. Not a heart emoticon. I love you. Because she has always loved you. So if, if a mother is worthy of honor, she's also needful of grace. Did you know it's a challenge to raise kids? It's not like it used to be. It's way more complicated. This has changed everything. It has become a life to so many children and they disconnect from a healthy world. It is no longer just how we raise them, but it is the influence of peers, the influence of social media, the influence of, of uh, school connections, sports. There are so many areas that factors enter in. It's challenging. And most of us don't even begin to have the psychological training to know how to handle so much, but love covers a multitude of sins. And God needs people with love to stand up to this challenging task. This crazy world requires a stubbornness on your part, a stubbornness to say, I will not back down. I will not surrender my children. I will fight for them. I will love them to death. Love them. I will overwhelm them with my encouragement, my best wishes, my prayers, and my invasion on occasion. See, you're the foundation. That's what today's about. Today's about the fact that you ladies are such a foundation. In particular, sometimes you've got to be the double foundation. You've got to be mom and dad. Life changes. Circumstances are always shifting. But we need you. You see, my real legacy, it's not in building programs. Your real legacy is not in gold watches and retirement. Your legacy, not clubs or organizations you belong to. Our, our real legacy is the heritage we pass on. And that's who you are. You are the recipient of so many good things from those before you. And now you pass it on to the next. The most sobering thought I ever had was after dad passed, and I know it's Mother's Day, but when dad passed, I realized my anchor is gone. Oh my. I'm the anchor now. Moms, you are the anchor. You are passing on your faith and your character so that when you're gone, there's a new anchor and you invest it to make it happen. Now, my friends, you cannot pass on what you do not have. We can be a sentimental and talk about fixing meals and cooking and flowers and gardening and all the sweet stuff in the world, but if you don't have a genuine personal faith in Jesus Christ, you don't have a faith to pass on. Make sure you've got what God offers in Christ so that you can pass on what your children 
so desperately need. Well, my mom's worshiping Jesus today. Every day, she walks with him and I miss her. I, the last month, I've, I've almost reached my phone to call her so often. Can't even tell you. Just really hungry to call her. Dad and I always had the stronger connection, but Mom and I also had our own special connection. And I want to call her. But I cannot. But I had my chance and I did. I'm going to tell you a secret today. I think my daughter calls her mom more than she calls me. <laughs> I, I think she does. I'll tell you another secret. I'm okay. Because whenever I come home and this lady sitting in a recliner looks at me and grins and says, Ashley called. My heart warms. And I celebrate that I've got a daughter that lives what I've just shared with you. What a gift on Mother's Day. If your mom's not here and you're thinking, Pastor, you're just making me sad because I wish I could call my mom. I have good news for you. You got love bottled up. You got to let that love go. I don't mean forget it. I mean redirect it. You find someone that needs to be loved. You call a sister or a daughter. You call a neighbor. You call somebody maybe that's homebound or a recent widow. You pass on the love. You call and say, you know, I miss my mom so much. I'm so glad that God has put you in my life. I love you. Thank you for who you are in Christ. Have you blessed my life? And that love goes on and on. We call that paying it forward. And you can do this. So today, we honor moms. And today, we acknowledge we all need grace to pull this off. And then we go out and we do it. Let's go out and do it. Would you pray with me? Father, it's been a good day. We've celebrated new life in Christ. Oh yeah. New life in Christ. We've dedicated a, a little one. We're not done. There's dedications to come. And there's baptisms to come. Faith is a family affair. Lord, today we rejoice in what it means to have a family of influence in our lives. And we celebrate what it means to build those influences elsewhere. We're going to be leaving the sanctuary soon, Father. Would you... Give us your spirit and your truth that we might be people of impact, people of the kingdom. In the name of Jesus, amen.